Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm WUWM's Sam Woods. Last season on Bubbler Talk, we learned about foghorns and how Milwaukeeans like Mark Bihar still hold nostalgia for them. But WUWM listener Carl Nenig wanted to know more about a notable Milwaukeean in the 1970s who grew weary of their drone. The horns are off-key, off-tempo, and sounded at much too high a volume. That's Kenneth Shermerhorn, or rather, a voice actor playing Shermerhorn. Shermerhorn was the conductor of the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra from 1968 to 1980, and is credited with taking the symphony to new heights, even earning honors from Finland for outstanding performance of Finnish composer Jean Sibelius's work, like the one you're hearing now. Shermerhorn died in 2005, but in 1974, he issued a formal complaint to the U.S. Coast Guard about noise pollution from the foghorn. Describing himself as an expert on sound, he noted that he understands why they are used, you know, safety first and all that, but said the horns just sound too often and lamented that they could be heard all across downtown and the east side where his work and his home were. Sounding the horns every 15 seconds is too often and a flagrant form of noise pollution. It precludes a study or performance of music and inhibits even certain occupations, for example, piano tuning, among others. I realize the horns are necessary, but something must be done to have their annoying aspects reduced. After hearing our bubbler talk from last season about foghorns, WUWM listener Carl Nettig wrote to us about Shermerhorn's complaint. Though he was more interested in rock and roll at the time than symphony performances, Nettig said Shermerhorn was a well-known figure in Milwaukee. He was brought in to build the symphony orchestra, and he did a great job. He was nationally renowned, and uh, he was well-known, and he was a big shot in the city at the time. As the conductor himself mentioned, safety is a concern. The foghorns were used to warn ships of nearby land when visibility was low. But Dr. Peter Lenz, a professor and researcher of audio perception at UWM, explains that for someone trying to concentrate on studying music, the foghorn is a major distraction because it is fighting to occupy the same part of the brain as music. You're using the musical part of the brain to process the music that you're writing, that you're reading, that you're conducting, and suddenly something else comes in, and that tries to grab hold of that same part of the brain, that same area that handles music and musical perception. And so it becomes very difficult to focus on the one thing when you've got something competing with it. And I think that's where Shermerhorn was struggling, was the musical pitches of the foghorns were interrupting his ability to focus on his music. Not only would the sound of a foghorn be competing against music to occupy Shermerhorn's attention, but Dr. Lenz said just the expectation of future sound can have a similar effect on our concentration. And there's also the fact that once you start expecting it, once you start getting kind of irritated about it, and he was obviously irritated, he, he wrote these letters. It became irritating. And when you start becoming irritated, it, that, that can impact your ability to attend to something and focus on something as well. So why did Shermerhorn resort to writing a letter to the Coast Guard rather than altering his home to combat the foghorns? Well, as Jesse Spence, president of Noise Control Engineering, which is an acoustics consulting firm specializing in marine noise control, says that it's usually easier to alter sources of noise pollution at the source rather than reconstruct a home to combat the sound. 
Um, and I certainly would not recommend that people just start ripping their walls apart or just adding things onto their walls because, um, you know, it, it may, depending on several of the details, such as what is this, dom you know, the dominant frequency of sound that's being emanated by the foghorns, you know, you may have to add a ridiculous amount of material to your wall to truly make a noticeable difference, um, just depending on some of those specifics. In the end, the Coast Guard seemed more concerned with safety than with noise pollution, as the foghorns would continue to be used until GPS technology made them expendable. Shermerhorn would end up leaving the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra in 1980, eventually ending up in Nashville, where he would conduct the symphony orchestra there until his death in 2005. His ashes are buried in Nashville within the Shermerhorn Symphony Center Garden, where he can listen forever to performances of the orchestra there that he helped build, far away from the distraction of foghorns. Sam Woods, 89.7, WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Support for Bubbler Talk comes from Palermo's Pizza and UW Credit Union. What have you always wanted to know about the Milwaukee area? Visit wuwm.com slash bubbler talk to submit your question.